Farm Credit Canada once again held its annual Drive Away Hunger event for food banks across Canada. Glendalee Allen Vosser talked with Carla Warnica, FCC's Manager of Community Investment, about the program. Carla, when we talk about this year's Drive Away Hunger campaign, it was a little different than usual. It certainly was. You know, due to the pandemic and physical distancing requirements, we had to really change the, the campaign this year. You know, in years past, we've had tractors and trailers going across the country, picking up at schools and local businesses, and, and we weren't able to do any of that this year. So instead, we really relied on our partners to show up in a big way, and boy, did they ever. So fill us in on what kind of results we saw this year and maybe how that even compares with what we've seen in the past. You bet. Yeah, last year we uh, you know, had an amazing year with 16 million meals. This year, despite a pandemic, um, everyone just pulled together and we ended up with 17.6 million meals for food banks and feeding programs across the country. Take us through the numbers as far as the prairies are concerned and what kind of volume did we see uh, as far as contributions here? Canadians are so generous and certainly in the prairies, that's no exception. We had wonderful numbers again this year in Alberta. We raised uh, 454,000 meals in Saskatchewan, 692,000, and in Manitoba, 342,000. So really great examples of um, the generosity of people in those communities across the prairies and certainly the agriculture and food industry, because that's really what drives this. You know, FCC is the engine for sure, but it's the agriculture and food industry coming together and really making these huge donations to um, support their local communities. Were those numbers up over last year? They really have been. Yeah. You know, because of the pandemic, there are certainly um, organizations who weren't able to be involved, you know, certainly were impacted. Yet the ones that did get involved gave more than ever. So even though we had less partners than in previous years, those who were involved gave even more. So, you know, really had a big, big impact on food banks and, and programs across the country. Final thoughts, key comments on what it really means to to have these donations come in and and where it goes and and how it's utilized yeah you bet you know hunger isn't unique to urban centers i mean there's certainly a lot of hungry people in urban canada but there's a lot in rural communities as well and and sometimes i don't think people don't quite realize the impacts out there as well and you know fcc driveway hunger is really about supporting all those local small food banks as well and food banks across the country are really struggling this year with a decline in, you know, both volunteers and food donations because of the pandemic. And the need is higher than ever, everywhere, you know, as a result. So this really couldn't come at a better time. And it just, it's, it's humbling to see how the agriculture and food industry comes together to support their communities. And I would re- encourage people to continue to give, you know, this is, this is great and it's going to be so helpful, but the need isn't going to, isn't going to go away anytime soon. So if you're able, I would really encourage you to, to keep supporting your local food banks and feeding programs in your community. And the funds and the money and the donations that were raised locally stay local. They sure do. Yeah, 100% of what is raised goes to food banks. It's all donor choice. And but typically everything that's that's in raised in a local community stays right there in that community. That's Carla Warnica, the manager of community investment with Farm Credit Canada. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler.
Manitoba's annual corn yield competition is on again this year. I got the details from Morgan Cott with the Manitoba Crop Alliance. Yeah, we normally announce the or have the yeah the award ceremony sort of thing at our at Crop Connect banquet. So this year it'll just be virtually at our AGM at the MCA's AGM. So everything is still um, going ahead as normal since uh, corn growers have amalgamated with Manitoba Crop Alliance. Um, we've omitted the $25 entry fee this year, so that's a little bit simpler. Um, and just the same as always, I take um, two rows side-by-side, 50 feet length, and handpick the, the corn. So when a guy sees a spot in the field, he'll just leave me a strip that's um, over 50 feet long. I usually come out to pick it within a day, and then I'm done. It takes me half an hour, so it's I try, to, try to stay out, out of the producer's hair as much as possible and be quick. And then we... Go from there in February. The winners from the past few years, you know, what what sort of numbers were you seeing? I think our highest ever was maybe 306, extremely high. What do you think this year you'll see see something close to that? Or? I don't I don't know because a few of the guys that when I'm picking, they, they'll tell me what the, what the, you know, the yield monitor was hitting. So, and usually it's above that when I pick it. So I would say mid 200s. My guess would be say 230 to 250 if we get that high. That's That was Morgan Cott with the Manitoba Crop Alliance talking about this year's Manitoba Corn Yield Competition. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.